Hey everybody, this is George Brashear with Shakedown of Thunder Sports, and you're about to watch the two Irish brothers. Go Irish! How's it going, everyone? I am ND Sean 45. I'm Arch Benjamin 57. And together we make up this ordeal known as the Two Irish Brothers Show. Uh, first off, everyone, happy Labor Day. Well, at least the time that we're filming this, this video will probably be on Wednesday or somewhere in there. Um, but you guys know the drill. If you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe tab in the bottom right-hand corner. Hit the like or dislike tabs to help with the algorithm. Leave us a comment. And, of course, with the uh, the two travel packages that we have been prom promoting for Irv Smith and Vince Rizzuto, respectively, they will be posted in the description box below. So make sure you go and check those out if you guys are interested in doing some trips to games in either 2023 or this year for Notre Dame and Boston College. Well, Ben, the first hurdle of the season is uh, over and done with. Didn't go exactly how we, how we wanted to, but you know the old saying in football, you deal with one hurdle, whether it falls or you jump over it, it's on to the next one. Yep. Yep. There's, you know, very little time to wallow in self-pity, if, if you will. So, you know, the focus shifts. And this week it is the Marshall Thundering Herd out of Huntington, West Virginia. There you go. Huntington, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But, huh? Huntington, West Virginia. See how easily I said it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, something I just I I couldn't believe, but I guess I guess when, uh, they always had been playing at a at a lower level than we have, a lower division. But this will be the first time that we've ever played uh, the, the Thundering Herd. Yeah, pretty crazy, isn't it? Pretty yeah, and, and and granted, for the longest time they were in a Division One Double A. And we all know the history of Marshall. You know the plane crash back in 1970, and just how how that program, as we know from the We Are Marshall movie, but just history in general, how they that program bounced back from that, just crazy. Um, they've also had a, a good amount of talent come out of that out of that school. Uh, By, By, Byron what Leftwich, and um, of course the big the big one, Randy Moss. Who yes. pretty much made them uh, an FBS school? Well, don't hey, don't forget about Chad Pennington. Yes, yep, Chad Pennington, Pennington was throwing to Randy Moss. So mm -hmm. yeah, you know, they're a little little overlooked, but you know they pump out some some decent talent. You know, um, a along with some of these other schools that Notre Dame plays year in and year out. You know, I, I think people focus on the blue bloods a lot, but they don't focus enough on some of these smaller schools that put out. 
I mean, not nearly as much talent as Notre Dame or Southern Cal or Michigan and what have you, but they still put out a decent amount of talent for how small they are. Yes. So, oh, that's that's very true. Taken lightly is the bottom line. No, no, you you never take an opponent lightly. No, no matter how big or how small they are, you you uh you hit that accelerator and just uh go all the way on them. Uh, so now Marshall, since they've been at the, uh, the FBS level, um, they have, they are now in their third different conference. Cause when they first came in, into the top level of college football, they started in the Mac, if I'm not mistaken, then they moved to conference USA. And now here they are in the Sunbelt conference, which uh, more history too. This will be the first ever Sunbelt conference conference team that we've ever played. Yep. So it, uh, it, you know, it should be a fun game to watch, and this game is definitely, uh, as I said in the recap to Ohio State, uh, this game should definitely be a good opportunity to just you know, give Marcus Freeman and his staff a chance to really put things together, Consist, you know, very get, get consistent between the offense and, and the defense, and another chance for Tommy Reese to, well, prove himself. Yeah. To get oh, better. This is definitely a prove-it game. This is how do you bounce back? from a heartbreaking loss and you know people are like, oh well, you lost by 10 points okay but we had we had Ohio State on the ropes I mean let's let's be honest with that you know and we blew it you know so this is a bounce back game and it is a prove it for for Tommy Reese in my opinion yeah because if you if you end up uh, struggling against uh, mm-hmm. against Marshall then uh you're on the hot seat. As if he's not as if he's not on the hot seat now, but that seat's getting even hotter. Right. Um, so uh there's not really I mean, this early in the season with uh with a lot of teams on our schedule, you can't really break it down too much. Um, but what we have on Marshall right now is they're coming off a, a victory over Norfolk State uh, yeah. by the final score of 55 to three. But here's the thing, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful towards Marshall, but it's just a fact. It was Norfolk State. Right. Now, honestly, if they if the Thundering Herd think they're going to come into our house and do that, they've got another thing coming. And I, and I, and I really don't think Mar- the Marshall coaching staff is stupid. They know better than that, too. Exactly. Exactly. This is, um, when I said it off camera, it was, you know, what, <clears throat> who is Marshall really right now? We don't, we don't know yet. They're they one of many teams that, you know, open the season up with a win against a team that they were expected to beat. Okay, they haven't had a legit quality opponent yet. So, so what are they? So the statistics and the the eye test, eye test, if you will, is, is kind of skewed. You know, so like against Norfolk State, obviously you put up for fifty five points, which is impressive. Okay, but. You know, what, how much will you score against Notre Dame? And the way Notre Dame's defense played against Ohio State, I mean, against Ohio State. Yes. um, Obviously, Marshall is a big downgrade from Ohio State. So, them going up against that vicious defense that we showed uh, this past Saturday, um, I'm not too concerned there. But right. like I always say, d- doesn't matter who the opponent is. The opponent is you always respect them, and you know you give them the benefit of the doubt. Like we were talking about to start the video, this team, you know, this Marshall team, along with a lot of other smaller teams, they, they do produce talent. 
Just I think the oh, only yeah. difference is, the only difference is they produce individual talent. Right. So now now, now uh, anyway, let's just let's break down the numbers that we do have for Marshall, even though they've only played one FCS opponent. Let's talk about who they have. So their their starting quarterback is uh, Henry Col- uh, Columbia, and good good numbers. 24-26 against Norfolk State, 205 yards, one touchdown, two, one interception. Now, yeah. for passing, those are pretty good numbers. And and did you see how many times he threw the ball against Norfolk State? Oh, yes. That's something that can definitely be comparable uh, to us, to Buckner only throwing 18 times against Ohio so, State. We had 26 attempts, 24 completions. Now, granted, granted, Norfolk State, but 26 attempts. Hope Tommy Reese is paying attention here. Keep going. Sorry. <clears throat> well, uh, going down the line here, I'm just going down the line of, of what their offensive weapons are. Now, the running game, uh, they have they have two running backs that both did pretty well against uh, against Norfolk State. Ethan Payne, who had 10 carries for 113 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Kalon LeBourne, 12 carries for 102 yards and two touchdowns as well. So the running game looked really good against uh, against Norfolk State. And it goes on down the line. Maurice Drew or Maurice Jones. I'm sorry. I was about ready to say Maurice Jones drew <laughs> Maurice Jones, eight carries for 51 yards. AJ Turner, six carries for 44 yards. Cam Fancher, two, uh, two carries for 38 yards and Jacoby Henderson, one carry for 22 yards. So they spread it around in the, in the running game. A lot of, a lot of guys there to look out for Now Maybe a lot of these guys were there in garbage time, but still. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and 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 this is a Marshall team that, I mean, if you go down their statistics from last year, because this is kind of what you go off of, in my opinion, instead of Norfolk State's stats because of quality opponent, you know, this is a team that averaged last season 33 points a game. They gave up 23 points a game, so they were outscoring their opponent. They scored 65 points off turnovers. You know, so, I mean, this is a team that wasn't half bad. I mean, if you go off of their schedule last year, they made a bowl game. They made a bowl game, and I'm fairly sure that they won their bowl game. I will I will verify that in a second. But So this is a team that's nothing to scoff at. I mean, yeah, it's Marshall, and yeah, they're in the Sun Belt. But this is a team that, like I've said multiple times in this video, you don't take lightly. And, this, and they want – Nothing more than to to beat Notre Dame. I'm well, and sorry. also I mean, everybody well, wants to beat Notre Dame. Well, and also while it's on the top of my head, and I'm not going to get off, too much off topic here, but that Sun Belt Conference is going to be getting a little stronger here in the next couple of years because they're bringing in a lot of teams. Uh, yeah. I know Southern Southern Miss is one of those teams, and I forget who all else. But well, I mean, they have they have. I mean, the biggest one that most of us Notre Dame fans know, which is Appalachian State. You know, yes. um, you all remember that Appalachian State kind of started that that reign of the FCS teams kind of knocking around some of these big FBS teams when they knocked off Michigan. You know, this past weekend, it took North Carolina everything they had to beat uh, Appalachian State. So, yeah, was I mean, that a football game or a basketball game? Because that was definitely a basketball yeah, score. That was a definitely a <laughs> basketball game score for sure. But. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, you know, the the Sunbelt Conference has come a long way since when it really started to be on the rise. Uh, so yeah, I totally agree. I, I totally agree about quality opponent in the Sunbelt Conference. 
Yes, I, I couldn't agree with you more there. Um, so let's get to the, the next uh, phase of the offense, the receiving game. Now from the looks of it, their go-to targets on offense or for the receiving receivers are Talit, Talit Keaton, who led the way with uh, with receiving eight, eight catches for 71 yards, no touchdowns. Devin Miller, four catches for 39 yards, no touchdowns. The ones who... Uh, the ones who got into the end zone were receiver Caleb McMillan, who had two catches for eight. Or I'm sorry, um, Corey Gamage, uh, two carry, two two catches for 20 yards and one touchdown. And then their tight end Toby Payne, uh, he found the end zone on two or two receptions. I keep wanting to say carries. I'm sorry about that, guys. On two receptions for 27 yards. So, uh, so no, their their receivers weren't really able to find the end zone, but they had a backup receiver who found it and a tight end who found the end zone. So, um, but still though, just because you don't have any touchdowns doesn't mean that you're not doing your job. Cause you know, you can, you can have a receiver that, that has a, you know, 10 catches for 150 yards and no touchdowns. But if he's, if he's uh, getting that team like inside the, uh, the 10 yard line and it sets up for a running score or, or a, a passing touchdown to a tight end, Hey, that's still very effective. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, this is a team that that can score some points, man. You know, like I said, average of 33 points a game last season. You know, their passing game seems to be really firing on all cylinders. So, I mean, you know, I'm not saying we're going to have, like, our work totally cut out for us, but we definitely got to be on our toes against this this Marshall Thundering Herd offense. There's, there's guys that can play, absolutely. And their and their their defense they did their defense did a heck of a job obviously if they're only holding the a team to three points but we can't stress it enough it's Norfolk State right. and just uh every, on the on down the line everybody on their defense what, what I'm looking at here with the numbers um, they were getting it done but the one of course the leader was a uh, uh, Kobe Cumberlander let me see what position he plays here excuse me. Defense uh, defensive lineman. He had uh, in total uh, two tackles for himself, five assists, and then he had one sack as well. So those are respected numbers, especially for a defensive lineman. So, but overall, the whole defense was balling out, playing well, and yeah. So I mean, uh, Norfolk State or not, that's nothing to scoff at either. Nope, not at all, not at all, and. <laughs> on the flip side, it has to be that Notre Dame's offense starts off fast. Starts off fast, starts off physical, and gets it going early. We didn't see it against Ohio State. We kind of sputtered a little bit, both us and them sputtered. And then we kind of got it going. But it's got to be Buckner's protected. Buckner has time to throw. Buckner gets to do what he can do because if Buckner can do what he can do, then he's very, 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 very dangerous. Yes, absolutely. And as I said in the, in the recap for Ohio state, get these young receivers involved, get Tobias Merriweather on the field, uh, get, get some more looks to, uh, to Jaden Thomas and so on. I mean, I don't know if, yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if Merriweather's hurt or not, but I, like I said in the in the recap for Ohio State, if he's burning everybody at practice, why is he not on the field? Yeah. 
So get everybody involved, well, the young receivers involved, everybody on offense. Like bro- and we sound like broken records, but Lindsey, I know Lindsey has to get going. I mean, we saw him one time, one time in this past game. I mean, that's unacceptable. I'm sorry. In a depleted wide receiver room that we know is right now like our weak point, we have to get going with Braden Lindsey. Well, that's the idea with football. It doesn't matter what uh, offensive group it is, whether it's the running backs, the receivers, tight ends, offensive linemen. The idea is to get these guys reps. That's how you get experience. Now, of course, Lindsey's already had that experience, but I'm talking about to go along with him. You get these young guys on the field and you get them playing. Yeah. I mean, and let's let's not forget, I mean, you know, as much as we talk about Michael Mayer, you know, eight targets, five receptions, 32 yards. No touchdowns against Ohio State. I mean, you know, that's that to me that's unacceptable. I'm sorry. You know, I, I mean, if, if you're spreading the ball around is one thing, but the fact that he only had 32 yards, the fact that he didn't have any touchdowns, these are things that have to be corrected in this game. And they have to be – answered for and I don't know what what the deal is with Tommy Reese I don't know what his play calling is well but he has to change it I'm sorry I mean this has to change I I like I said last video I'm not a person that says that this has to happen or I'm not impressed or I, I try not to be but you know what Buckner better throw for 300 yards against Marshall I'm well, sorry. Also, to make well, it I better clear, see touchdown not... from Michael Mayer. I better see these things because if I don't see these things, then wh- where are we at? Well, let's make one thing clear. We're not – these coaches and players, we're not comparing them to ourselves. We are comparing them amongst their peers, yeah. their peers in the game. But yeah. to, add on, to add on to that, Ben, you talked about Mayer having five receptions for, uh, what, 35 yards or whatever it was, no touchdowns. 32. Yeah, look at the look at this with uh with Marshall, uh from all the receivers on d- d- on down eight receptions, four receptions, three re- receptions, two, 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 one, one. So he, he their quarterback was spreading the ball around. H- yeah. Hell for for gigs. Let's take a look at uh let's take a look at well maybe you can't really say much about Norfolk State because between two quarterbacks that they played they only had six receptions. Yeah. So that's not a good comparison at all. <laughs> um, but. No, you got to spread the ball around to your other playmakers on in the receiving room, in the <laughs> receivers and the the tight ends. You can't have what happened on on Saturday night against Ohio State: five receptions and then one, 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 one amongst everybody else. Yeah. So yep. yeah, I, I think we broke down everything everything that we need to break down for the teams. Well, and I mean the run the running game's got to get going too a little bit more. Yeah, than, I mean, and I, I th- saw, you know, and I think it will. I think it will. In a depleted, you know, wide receiver core, the running game's got to take a little more, more over. And I mean, we've seen that in the past where Notre Dame's running game is is the strong point, but it wasn't the strong point against Ohio State. We didn't really get it going. The line struggled. You know, I mean, Buckner tried to do what he could do, but he could only do so much. He was running for his life. So, I mean, I'm at a loss of 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 what to say with that because it just shouldn't be a thing. I'm sorry. It well, just... here's the thing. Here's here, the best way to sum it up is this. Um, Ohio state had a great front seven. They have a great run defense. 
in, in particular since we're talking about that. Marshall, I don't think is going to have the same kind of run defense that Ohio State did. And if yeah. and if we have trouble, if we have trouble running the ball against Marshall, I'll be shocked. I'll be yeah. very shocked if we have trouble running the ball against Marshall because we shouldn't. We should. I can now I can understand if, word there. No man, if if I can understand if like the first quarter this week or even the first half is a feel out process, I'll understand that. But if we're not turning on the juice with the running game and just going balls out, then there's going to be problems. I'll be very concerned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a lot. There's a lot of concern, and um, there's got to be fixes. And I and like I said, this is what do you do to fix it? What do you do to improve? How do you bounce back? And yeah. that's what I want to see. Exactly. So, with that said, Ben, we've covered everything that we can with uh with both Notre Dame and uh, pre, uh breaking down Marshall with what we've seen so far and their numbers. So now the the fun part of every preview, score prediction, mm-hmm. and you have you have the honors this week, my friend. I'm going to say Notre Dame forty two, Marshall ten. Oh my god, that was the same score just about. I had Marshall forty two to seven. Okay, and I think and I think that I think that touchdown by Marshall comes in garbage time. Okay, I like when, it. You know, when, when Notre Dame's defense starts putting in a lot of backups. So I have 42 to 7, you have 42 to 10. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, that covers the uh, the preview portion <laughs> for Marshall. And uh, just to let everyone know, in a video that we have coming up later on this week, be on the lookout for a special announcement from both from both Ben and myself on something that you guys are going to like. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, uh, Ben, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I got nothing. Me, me neither. So on that note, everyone, I am ND Sean 45. I'm Irish Benjamin 57. And as you guys know that we always say, God bless. Good night. Go Irish. Go Irish. Beat Marshall.